Looking for podcasts to listen to? Check out our collection of shows on the Brothers Bear Network. First up, the Brothers Bear Podcast, a comedy show where two brothers and their friend talk about everything from movies, music, and their love for everything geek. My calculations are correct. Podcast where you hop into our when this baby hits 88 miles per hour. Podcast that talks about you're gonna past, see some serious shit. Culture, video games, random life stories, but mostly about the movies from our past. There's also Disney Plus Podcast, a show with four hosts talking about what's on Disney Plus. Each week, we'll watch something that's only on Disney Plus and review slash discuss the movie or show. We'll also talk some Disney history, news, or related topics about Disney. And last, Monkey Monsters Podcast is now Monkey Monsters Midweek Podcast, a show about family life, relationships, movies, stories of our past, having kids, and arguing slash debating over which is better pancakes or french toast all shows are available on spotify apple Podcasts, and podbean this is the brothers bear network hey everyone it's our special back to <laughs> it's our special bill and ted special or i already said special but this is our bill and ted's episode uh with the release of bill and ted face the music today we thought we would give you a special rewind or flashback episode if you will of an old episode that we did that was originally recorded in April of 2014. So this episode is when original host Renata Cavalieri recorded with me and we talked about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So yeah, so with this episode, you you know, you'll get to hear, you know, or, or, like I said, original host Renata. You also hear her uh, call me by Sanch. That was my old nickname that I used to go with with the show and and Brothers Bear podcast. But I no longer go by that with the podcast. I just go by my name. So yeah, so you hear that. Also, you'll get to hear an original segment that we used to do called Sanchez Records, where I focused on the the soundtrack of the movie we were about to watch. So it was something that I used to do with every episode. I, I no longer do it, especially it's hard because a lot of the movies we do, the soundtracks are scores. So you know, it, it, I, I just started sticking to uh, Song of the Week instead. And then with this episode, um, I do say, you know. Uh, I mean, it's something you've probably heard in a lot of my episodes, but I know I say it a lot in this one where I'm talking and I just say, you know, you know. And it's honestly, I I don't even realize I'm doing it. After I hear it, I'm like, okay, I'm going to control it, not do it. But it's my way of doing like an um or like, and I hate it. But you know, I just got to give you that warning. I do say it a lot in this episode. I'm gonna, I'm trying to control that because it's like I, I drives me crazy that I do that. But yeah. Oh, and the the original intro has been left in in this episode, so you hear us intro in. But then the middle part, if um, this part, if you want to hear it, it's our we debate who is the best Joker on film or just best Joker at all when it comes to you know because we even mentioned the animated series. And we talk about that. It's like a whole half hour long, but I removed that. So this episode is strictly focused on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. If you want to hear that part, just go and listen to the original episode. It's episode 14. But other than that, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. And I know um, this weekend I'll be watching uh, Bill and Ted's Face the Music. So hopefully I can try to record an episode. Um, Not sure if I'll be able to do it with Freddy or not, but... If so, then, you know, Monday we'll have a Bill and Ted Face the Music special episode. Um, But if not, hopefully you guys enjoy this episode of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. (laughs) 
been a real excellent time here at the 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host, Renata Michalina Cavalieri, and you are... <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> I was trying to do a best impersonation. <laughs> do the whole show like that. Should I talk like that the whole time? I dare you. Okay. It'll okay, probably I'm get ready. annoying. People okay. will be like, what the hell is this? It ain't a show. All right, give me that challenge. What do I get in return? I don't know. What would the fans offer you? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, don't do it like that. <laughs> I'll probably get annoyed by it. I'm going to keep doing it, like, the whole time. Because, like... You could, I don't even think you could hold it for the whole episode. I bet I could. How much you want to... You know, you st- no, I'm not going to bet anything. You stole <laughs> me a freaking... The last bet we had on the show, you never even gave me my movie. First of all, it's not available. It's on hold. What do you mean it's unavailable? I look. I could look right now on on, on Amazon. I'm gonna look right now on Amazon. Chickmunk Adventure. Do not look. Let's see. You said unavailable. No, no, no. Look, Chickmunk Adventure in movies and TV. Let's see the Chickmunk Adventure. Ooh, a blue Blu-ray combo pack for eleven bucks. Right now, brand new Chickamauga Adventure on DVD, seven ninety nine. Wow, you know I could even rent it for two ninety nine. Rent? What the hell? It says right here. Look, Alvin and the Chipmunks, the Chickamauga Adventure, the two thousand ten edition. It's it, it, there's there's three people selling it brand new, eighty five bucks. What? Yeah, they're cooking a lot of green things. And I remember this version DVD one. I, I once saw it at Target, but I didn't buy it. But this this one right here that I don't know the copyright is, but this one says it's uh this one's a DVD version. And it, is it DVD or is it yeah DVD version? Doesn't say when it was released, but this one freaking people are selling for like the most seventy three bucks. Seventy? Yeah, brand new. Yeah. Oh, this is the the two thousand six edition. Damn. Really? They're that expensive? Amazon don't play. No, it's it's not Amazon. It's people who are selling it. Amazon then, doesn't play. And then someone else selling it for 63 What the hell? Who cares? Like, it's not going to be really worth money like this Chipmunk Adventure. Like, I, maybe if you have the VHS, like when it was first released. But, I mean, right here, if you go for the current, like the one that... Let's see. When did this one come out? Um... The, this one was the... Oh, this year. Oh, oh, my gosh. Look. DVD release. This came out in March. So that's why it wasn't available. Oh, maybe you were telling the truth, I guess. <laughs> they just released it. but Because when we had this contest, this was way before this time. So that means that, okay, maybe when you did look for it, it wasn't available. Well, you could get me the Blu-ray combo pack for... For eleven fifty. No, eleven seventy nine. And okay. that and oh god there's extra cents yeah i, I i'm probably gonna <laughs> give you my password so you could send me you know the freaking the the dv like so you could use my prime so i could get it even even faster you know i'll it, I'll, I'll get it for you because you're like my co-host yeah well you owe me you lost the bet freaking stupid um no no i'm doing it out of the kindness of my heart everyone he's totally like trying to like make me look like i'm a bad guy here Oh, you're talking about we had our fans could literally go back to the beginning. Here, a bet where we bet 
you got the date wrong and you lost and now you owe me the movie. No, he's like being, no, listen, please don't listen to him. Like, seriously, Sam takes advantage of me all the time and I'm not even kidding you guys. Please help me. Please help Renata out. Oh, no, I want to hear my music. I have, at least I have the soundtrack, so that's. Make Team Renata sure it's not Team Sand. <laughs> you know what? That's true. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. We should ask them who their favorite host is. Well, they're going to say you because you're a girl. They're going to be like, oh, Renata, better, better. So you're going to get all the stupid love. I know. I walk out and like all the light is on me and I'm like, hey. Like, <laughs> hear my voice and they're like, sexy voice. Now, now I'm really talking seriously weird about myself. Anyway, I'm not that special. I'm a loser to the L. So, yeah, let's continue on. <laughs> all right. Well, you owe me a movie. So okay. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Awesome. So, let's, let's do this. Okay. So, let's get into... Sanchez soundtracks. Well, obviously with the soundtrack, it was of everything that was huge at that time in the 80s. Now, I'm, I'm curious about some of the music because, see, here's the thing is, this movie, even though it was released in 1989, it was shot during 1987. But it's like, eh, you know, it's like, you know, they'll put on the thing. But with the music, there was two main songs that I loved, loved about this. Of course... Obviously, we'll get into it more as we talk about the movie, but one of them was uh, Extremes Play With Me. Now, here's the thing. In the movie, you just hear awesome guitar wailing, like, you know, all that, and you're, like, digging it so much. But on the on the actual album, uh, there's lyrics. And if you've never heard the lyrics, it's terrible. Like, seriously, like, I love the guitar, but the singing, it's just, I don't know what the hell. The lyrics, they're just talking about tons of games. And it's, I mean, again, guitar awesome. Look at that. Boom. And it's literally asking if you want to play with them. And they name off, they name off every single game that you played as a kid. Like, I don't know, tic-tac-toe and what? See, they just said hacky sack, wiffle ball, monopoly, <laughs> you know, kick the can. Like, they're just naming things you played as a kid. That's all the lyrics are. And then that part. You can ladder. Simon says. Ali Ali Oxen Free, come on. And of course, this part is always awesome. So yeah, so that that's one thing. You're, the, the whole lyrics are just stupid. It's just like they're shouting out every kid's game that they play or any kid's game that existed. And, you, and it's kind of like, okay, they ruined a good song with horrible lyrics. And then there's even a part where like little kids step in where like they start like singing along. The music goes soft and, and then it's just like... All right, first.
first come like K I S S I N G kissing in a tree whatever first come love first come marriage first come uh whatever in a baby carriage like really <laughs> what that? that's in a like a, a metal song like why I don't know the lyrics are horribly stupid like they're just re- I don't know they're dumb but then this is the best part of the song this is this moment is what makes up the song. just picture Joan of Arc like doing her hardcore dancing, beat the oven like going away on his keyboard, so classies and Billy the Kid. Yeah, man, you. This is the best part. I like doing the hand motions that Joan of Arc did. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you see, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ah, Christ. Uh, No, no, that's the other guy, the Asian dude, uh, Mongolian, the Mongolian guy. Oh, Genghis Khan. Yeah, Genghis Khan, you know, skating away. You know, we didn't even say the movie yet. We're already talking about characters. <laughs> <laughs> People know. They, when they download, they know. know. <laughs> say it now. Right now. Oh, well, we're obviously, if you don't know what the hell we're doing, we're talking about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Um, actually, I, I don't know why I didn't say it from the get-go. Uh, normally, I talk about the movie and then I go into the soundtrack. But, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. He was so excited. He was like, the song. <laughs> <laughs> and another song, it's the, it's the, I'll, I'll end off with this song. Um, this song is the last song I'll do before we get right into the movie. But this, this one, I really, really dig this one. And, and this band, like, I, I, I remember after when, like, you know, internet was starting to get popular and you could start looking for stuff. And I was like, I started trying to find things I could never find. So I looked this up and then I saw the video and the video looks pretty cool. But it, it, it reminded me of a very like 80s version of Blue Man Group because they're very percussion orientated. Like they're like the way they're playing the drum and all. I was like, oh, what the hell? But this has to be a uh, big pigs. Uh, I can't break away. Oh, wait. There you go. Boom. I don't know. That's that right there in the beginning where it says Nelson Entertainment and then you know the, the it shows the the name and the weird thing starts floating down like a ruby you know and it's starting to float and then it just shows all the title characters Keanu Reeves you know and so on and so forth uh, Alex Winter and you know uh, George Carlin and then it's just like landing and it's all and I was like oh, I love this freaking song even as a kid I thought this song was awesome I still love this song yeah, and Big Pig. I remember I just thought the name was funny, Mom. Big Pig. And then the drums, like, kicks in all awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll get to <laughs> It's just all crazy percussion, drums, everything. I mean, it's 80s for you, but it's still freaking awesome. And then I never knew what they were saying as a kid, but I thought it was awesome. It's a great song. <laughs> right here. I think the reason why we like so many songs is because we just are obsessed with just a certain beat in our head. And we don't care what the lyrics are. The lyrics could just mean something totally horrible. But if it has a nice beat to it, it's like, yeah. yeah. Well, like, for instance, that, like, that part where the people go, oh, we watch. Like, what is that? 
Yeah, it'll be cool. Ball couple ball away. Like the part with the guys, I never knew what the hell. I could, I never even looked it up. I don't even know what it means. But anyway, so yeah. And then obviously they have a bunch of other great songs on there. Like if you're into like the '80s, like metal. I mean, you know, like uh, freaking when you know when Napoleon. Ooh yeah! <laughs> Boy, the girls are doing it. Yeah, that's all. yeah, and then he's all like right there at the water park. We'll get into it. We're gonna right now. We're gonna get into it. Slide. Yeah, <laughs> and then two heads are better than one. You know. Two heads are better than one. By Power Tool. Yeah. I like when like. Oh wait, I don't want to get into anything yet. No, you know what? <laughs> Boom. Let's get into it now. Let's talk about that. So there you go, Sanchez soundtrack. All right, now. As we, as we did, you know, we were talking about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So since I've been talking this whole time, it's time for Renata to talk and just let's do it. Okay. So, like, I'm completely obsessed with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Also, I think I'm even a more huge fan of Bill's ex- no, Bill's, um, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Even though it was a 90s film, I still consider it 80s because... The first one was made in the 80s, so it will forever be another 80s movie that I absolutely love. I don't consider it 90s. I'm sorry. But it's well, such bogus? an awesome... Are you talking about Bogus? Yeah. Well, Bogus, 91. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm saying it's an it's a 90s movie, but I will always consider it 80s. I don't know why. Because you're dumb. Because I, I am dumb. <laughs> no, I'm not dumb, but... Yeah, <laughs> I'm dumb. I'm going to have, like, this constant battle of saying that I'm dumb and I'm not, but... Anyway, um, I just really, really, really enjoy the movie. It has so many good songs, so many funny moments, so many awesome quotes. Um, I'm just in love with Bill and Ted, especially Bill. I always had a crush on Bill for some reason. Yeah. Like, I always did. I don't know what it was, but, like, like Keanu Reeves was too stupid for me to, to like, like him in that movie. And he was, like, the dumber of the two. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, like, it was pretty much, like, a Dumb and Dumber, but, like, kid version in the 80s. But, like, they were cuter and, yeah, adorable. Yeah, well, no, what I'm saying is that, yeah, like, Ted was the dumber of the two. I felt Bill was the, the smarter of the two, even though, you know. Yeah, uh, but they both kind of had, like, a little bit of a... Like, like they're not the brightest crayons in the crayon. crayon no, I, I get that. Um, yeah. But it, it, it's kind of like... I, if we have to, you know, relate again to dumb characters, you got um, freaking, you know, Lloyd Christmas and and Harry, I forget his last name. Um, so you got from Dumb and Dumber. One of them is a bit smarter than the other. Harry was smarter than Lloyd, you know, yes. but they were still both stupid as to where, yeah, Bill and Ted, I felt Ted was the dumber of the two because if you watch the movie Bill is always the one that kind of comes up with the ideas and schemes and and stuff yeah and plus it's kind of like 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 Ted will go on about something embarrassing that Bill did like oh man your dad's gonna go for it in your room shut up Ted <laughs> do you think do you remember when she went to the prom and we were like a freshman shut up Ted <laughs> <laughs> like you mean okay so if no one knows what I'm talking about um Missy which is a girl that was a senior while Bill and Ted were freshmen and they wind up in the first one she winds up marrying um Bill's father, so it's kind of like stepmom. So imagine how weird that would be. That would be totally weird and uncomfortable, especially if you know they're about to like do something nasty and 
you know, your bedroom. And I know, in his room. That's what's funny. She show, And you notice how the sandwiches are all burned? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, trying to make that joke of, like, typical blonde girl, young, doesn't know how to cook, but she tries. Yeah, and then the father's like, here, why don't you go get something at the store? <laughs> <laughs> and he just kicks him Ew. out. <laughs> I'm freaking out. But then in the second one, he winds up hooking up with Ted's father. She winds up hooking up with Ted's father. So, Yeah. And then at the end of it, she ends up hooking up with the villain of the movie. If you see the newspapers. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. And in the, in the end, you know, when when they're, they're singing that, that, uh, that kiss song, the, their, 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 their huge hit that saves the world. Yeah. Rock and roll, we're back. How's it go? Well, during that uh, during that little part, and in the credits roll, there's a montage of like newspapers that fly kind of to the screen during the credits, and it kind of shows like how like stuff changed, the world changed, and in there it shows how Missy the Wed, what's his name? I forget the character's name, the villain. I've him too. He wasn't yeah. like big for me to yeah. understand. But anyways, uh, let's go back to eighties. Let's uh, let's let's stick to Bill and Ted. Excellent adventure. As they're coming out of medieval time, and just look at so great space. Yeah, and then and then I love when they're like random things. Like there's that awkward silence of them going up the escalator when all the historical people are at the mall, and he, and then Bill's like, "So great, watch your robe, dude." <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool. Yeah, I lo- I like that scene because it's just like it shows them like in our world, like what the hell, like what is this place? You know, it's it's. I think it's my favorite scene is though. The mall scene. Yeah, the mall scene. Yeah. And it's cool. Like you, like I said, we, we, we mentioned the scene where they try hitting on girls like Billy the Kid. Like, they're going to hit on two girls. Even an old man is trying to hit on the chick. Like, Well, he doesn't know any better, so that gives him, like... No, you know. no, I, I know that. But it's, it's just funny because it's like you see this and then they feel... Even though they were already, like, like kind of... La- they were laughing at them... They believe they had a shot until stupid Freud came on Ziggy, you know? Um, Ziggy? Yeah, and, and then, you know, you you have, as you say, Beethoven, you know, when he goes and, and he's like, so are you, uh, are you a, a musician? You know, and then and he's like, here. Sometimes, like. And he's like, like, here, try this. <laughs> you know, it's all playing and he laughs. And I, I wish you could hear what he actually played. Like, even though they're they're going over the, they're playing the, you know, Extremes Play With Me song. I wish you could actually hear what he was playing, if he, you know, really played. But they should have had a scene where you could hear, um... But the one thing I, I, I here's a here I, I'm gonna talk about something that pissed me off because we already, already mentioned two scenes. One, let's go back, you know, so we could just trail back a bit. The part when I said when they hug each other and they look at each other and they look, like, you know, um, how did Bill even get out? Because that's the thing, Ted. I mean, yeah, uh, Bill looks at him and you know he's like, he's like, you middle of a dickwad or whatever, you know, and he he fights the guy, but like. Ted rolls down the stairs and he falls down, you know, and I like, actually, that's another line that he goes like, man, these, these things are heavy. Yeah. Heavy metal. (laughs) (laughs) And then they go, you know, but when they're fighting, they're like, I'm Ted, you know, Vader or whatever. They're like doing Star Wars, you know, and then when he falls, he's like, hey, you know, he's like, oh, Ted. And then he goes, and right away, he sees the suit on the floor, and here comes the guy and stabs him. How is it even remotely possible for Ted to even slip out? Because he says, he's like, he's like, Dad, I thought you were dead. He's like, yeah, Bill. He's like, I, he's like, I slipped out of my suit when I, when I, I fell. And I was like, what? 
how the hell is it even possible? It makes that that even since I was a little kid, I that scene never made sense. That that scene never made sense to me either. But also there was another like I didn't understand it. Like you know when they're they're like getting like everybody like you know inside the um like when two heads are better than one song is playing and like they're all getting the historical people yeah, to yeah. finish it off. Well, when they get to Joan of Arc, she stands there and they're just staring at her like weirdly. They're like. And, and they're holding out their hands. Like, do they think she was pretty? Or, like, or like, did they, it was just weird. Like, I didn't understand what, like, was going on. No, no, no. Well, what was going or on... She in, was, was she just like, oh, my God, Joan of Arc? Well, no, no, no. What they were doing is that they realized, like... Because, you know, Joan of Arc, her thing was, like... Like, oh, it's like, you know, she's praying to God. Because it was something I think, like, she felt like it was... Uh, I can't remember the whole history of Joan of Arc, honestly. I remember even watching... I know Joan of Arc. She, like, helped to save friends. Yeah, because... well, I mean, but she was religious. Like, that yeah, was the thing. she was like, religious. She was very religious. So, in that part, when they f- showed up, she's in prayer. So, they were going to act as if we are angels sent from God to for you to bring... You know? So, they were playing the part. Like, they were trying to do... Like, stuff that would relate to, like, you know, for instance, when Abraham Lincoln, they're all, Candy Graham, you know, when they, and which I do that sometimes. I'll knock on people's doors, and I'll do that. I'll be like, Candy Graham. I've been doing that for years, and I don't know why. Candy Graham from Mongo. What? Candy Graham from Mongo. Mongo like candy. (laughs) 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 That was a Blazing Saddles reference. Yeah, I know. That's why it just was funny. I was like, but... But yeah, like they did that because they knew it was like a, you know, a gram or something like that, like a tele- a telegram, all these things. So Abraham Lincoln, that's how they got, you know, they felt like Genghis Khan was, a, he was all about food. So if we show him a Twinkie, we'll bring him in. And that's what that scene was with Joan of Arc. She's praying and then boom, she feels like these men are sent from heaven, from God. And that's what they did. They were pretending to act like we are angels join us come with us but how how the hell can they fit all those people in a telephone booth is beyond me remember like the telephone booth winds up turning sideways like a freaking like yeah like... <laughs> and that makes sense that i mean that made sense there you know but the, for the rest of the film i don't get it and originally it was supposed to be like a, a um a van you know the the van that they use in the second film the wild stallion stallions van that they drive around in you know, um, that was supposed to be the original concept of the time traveling machine for them, but they felt it would have been completely ripping off Back to the Future, so they instead switched it to the phone booth, in which most you know at that time it's like, oh well, Doctor Who they had a phone booth. They use how that's how they time travel, but here in America at that time, like you know, no one ever really got that idea. And I remember hearing an interview with Alex Winter talking about like the the guys, the writers, the influence was. Like, they, they were fans of Doctor Who, so there was that influence of using the phone booth as a time machine, you know? Um, but, yeah, like, they're, they're, I didn't get that. And then the last thing, uh, I just want to say that uh, I didn't understand why certain people were arrested. Okay, Billy the Kid, I think he should have probably been the worst. Yeah. Because he used a gun in the mall. He shot off a gun. So he should have been, like, SWAT team would have shown up because this guy's using live ammunition he's he has a gun in a mall around a crowded public place so he probably he actually because he used a firearm cops could have right away shot him and killed him like so that i don't understand um uh freaking genghis khan he went crazy so cops would attack go after him but like for instance socrates unless there's deleted scenes what did socrates do nothing you know he was with 
Um, I guess, yeah, them. guilty by and association. And he had, like, a little water gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess guilty by association. Um, You know, they he would have... Uh, Abraham guilty Lincoln... Guilty by Beethoven got, like, you know... Why? Like, arrested for what though he had a crowd of people enjoying his music because the guy all they would have said like they would have not arrested him they would have been like all right you got to leave you, they, they would have called security and say you got to go okay but he wasn't fighting he wasn't doing anything the cops would have shown me like hey, i like this music too he's like yeah but i need him to go i want to sell my merchandise he's just loitering he's playing music all right all right you know you got to go sorry you can't be here playing and freud looked like a normal human being like he like if you think freud was the most like Normal one looking. Yeah, what did he it. do? And Joan of Arc, what did she do? They would have just. She, she she pushed the guy the 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 the, um, the exercise instructor out of the way. Yeah, but but what? Well, she didn't really assault her. She started exercising in the class. All they would have done, I feel like, cops would have just came and said, "You can't do this, Emma." They're trying to do a demonstration, and even though people, as they were taking her away, you hear you hear the crowd going, "Oh, hey, no!" Like they're saying, "No, that's not cool," because we're we're digging her, and all they would have did was just escort her out of the mall. That's it. They would not have arrested her. They would have said, "You know what? You can't do this," and they would have escorted her out. You know, like most of them, I don't feel deserve to get arrested, and yet they got arrested. But but why? That's why only people that should have been arrested were Billy the Kid probably abraham lincoln because they he assumed he was stealing from him so stealing yeah but they probably would have just give him a slap on the wrist maybe but still he was stealing in his eyes and and genghis khan for going crazy the rest of them they did nothing wrong they were just there and they got arrested and sent to jail i know it's part of the plot of the movie but when you think about it realistically it's not possible it doesn't make any sense beethoven you were rocking out you shouldn't have been arrested no, you know what was also stupid? Like, Abraham Lincoln's part. Like, he knows they're in a different time, they're in the future. And he's like, you don't understand. I'm Abraham Lincoln. And I'm like, and he's like, yeah, dude. Like, you know, like, to, like take off the hat and everything. Like, he knows that it's the future. He's dead. Why would they think that he was still, why did Abraham Lincoln think that, like, somehow, like, Abraham Lincoln could exist today? You know because, what I mean? Because he's from the past he traveled there from the past to the future so he's trying to be like no 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 you don't understand i am abraham lincoln like yeah, but no one was gonna believe him did he really but he doesn't that? know that he because because obviously bill and ted believe him they got brought him so bill and ted aren't in and on so they're like hey you know what let me let me share a guess what and in his mind he probably believed you know back when it, like the way people thought to the way they they maybe he thought they think now or in that time in 87 when they filmed it you know um maybe he would have thought that person would have been like wow like you're Abraham oh that's awesome instead the guy's like yeah get out of here because the the thought process then are like you're crazy get out of here you know and and, and plus why do you ask him for a beard he would have he could obviously realize that was a real beard he's like I need the hat and the beard back and he's yeah. like oh, but, well, hold on you don't understand I am Abraham Lincoln and yeah, 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 come on, man. And then he's like, oh, it's just my hat. And, and he, like, runs <laughs> And that's when it starts. He pushes them in, and you hear, and then you hear the, <laughs> yeah, and then you hear the awesome song, and then they're playing. But, I like, yeah, so creates is, I like him, he's fun, because, yeah, Billy the Kid, he runs, and he shoots up the gun, push. You see the cops, and then you see So Crates with the water gun, like, ah, all happy, like a happy old man. I like him. I know, I love when he's like, He's like, uh, I'm Sigmund Freud. He's like, you're not Sigmund Freud. Why do you think I'm not Sigmund Freud? Why do you can't be asking me these questions? <laughs> Tell me about your mother. <laughs> and he's like, ah, he gets up and he's like, do you need a chair to lie down? <laughs> no, I need a couch to lie on. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
<laughs> yeah, like, I like I like that scene. Abraham Lincoln, L I C O. I know. I know how to spell Lincoln. And he's like, birthday, February twelfth, eighteen oh nine. Also, too, like uh, about that movie is. Um, well, you know what? Let, let's get to some. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was released in on February seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine. So yeah, so it was same, you know it's kind of cool that last week's episode we did Batman released in eighty nine, and now we did another movie released in the same year. So that was pretty cool. But this time it was released in February. The thing was, is this movie was originally filmed in nineteen eighty seven and was supposed to be released in eighty eight. But what happened was that there was the the studio who was making it went bankrupt. So at that point, that's when Orion slash Nelson Pictures bought the rights and then released it in '89. So this movie was almost like in a sense two years old. I mean, it was two years old. But and and there's a scene that when you see the teacher, he's like, you know, your report. You got to do your report on characters of how they would feel about you know San Dimas about you know 1989 San Dimas or whatever. It's it's uh, done over. It's like dubbed over because it actually he says 1987. So that was the one thing. It, it takes place at a later time. But aside from that, you know, it was actually supposed to be released. Like they're just going to release it on cable. But luckily, you know, we got it on video and it became a huge hit. It was a it was a, a positively. Uh, it became like almost like a cult film, but it was still a huge hit. So you can't really label it as a cult because it was always a hit. Um, I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I just felt like that it's something that, like, you... It's a movie that I can honestly say I could watch over and over again and laugh. Yeah. Um, Especially Napoleon. Dynamite? Yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. No. <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> um, yeah, I like him. I mean, come on. Like, remember the, the buttons that you sent me? Yeah, you gotta put the button on, um... Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Actually, um, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take, I'll take a button of. I mean, take a button of it. I'll take a picture of it and then <laughs> post it. <laughs> but yeah, like that part's cool. Like you know, he's like when they go. Z-. I mean, first off, who's this little boy? Like I know he's the he's the brother. That's but, that's that's uh, Deacon. That's I know uh, I know he's the brother. But who is this kid, man? Because he has two girls that go around with him everywhere. Like, damn, this guy's a little pimp, you know? <laughs> I mean, they're twins, but seriously, like, he's like, yeah, take them out. Show them around. So he's like, hey, what's up? Like, girls, you want to go out with me and Napoleon? Like, like he, he has, even when he's at baseball practice and they go and ask him, like, he's like, you ditched him? Yeah, he was a dick, you know? And you look off in the side, there's the two girls sitting there all laughing, giggling. It's just like, damn, like, this guy has, like, two girls he hangs out with? Like, all right, you know? And then they go and they get their ziggy piggy ziggy. <laughs> and those two guys are, I guess, the the cameo is the you know cameo or whatever. Those two guys are the writers to the for the movie. Mm-hmm. So they're they are the Ziggy Piggy guys are responsible for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. The greatest ice cream imaginable. <laughs> yeah, and then the, I think the best part is when they go. I I mean I like doing it line wise, but when they're he goes bowling, you know, and then that's when he tries to change the line. He goes and he sells. He yells. Or what does he say? I mean, he says shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they leave, and they go, I thought, I thought. Yeah. And they go, Excuse me, wow, monsieur. Yeah. Whoa, 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 buddy. You have to pay. Pay? Pay? <laughs> yeah, 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 pay. 
And then he's like, and then he throws him out, and he's like, Yeah, you have to pay, buddy. Buddy? Buddy? <laughs> pay? Yeah, pay. And then they throw him out. Don't I love how, like, the water, the water park is Waterloo, and it relates to Napoleon. Because, like, that, like, the Battle of Waterloo, that's yeah. the one that was. Or either that or the ABBA song, Waterloo. No. <laughs> <laughs> get you <laughs> come on you know you love it right yeah. it's the it's the greatest song ever no, right, anyway so yeah yeah but all right here let me just tell you people something this movie takes place in san dimas california san dimas california is like i could i it'll take me 10 minutes to get there in drive so I'm right by San Dimas. So far, two films that have taken place. And you know what? Not even. We've already done three movies in the 80s that are I'm remotely close to. One is Magic Mountain, where they filmed Wally World over there, you know, in, in, um, in Valencia, California. That is probably like a 40-minute drive for me, maybe less. Um, and then we have Back to the Future. The Mall is right by, and we're, you know... Freaking George and Lorraine's houses—they're—they're they're right by you know that's that's maybe like a ten-minute, uh, fifteen-minute drive. The mall is actually a ten-minute drive, and then you got San Dimas, California. Here's the thing, though, San Dimas, California—that is not San Dimas, California. I don't know why they call it San Dimas. The only part that becomes actual San Dimas is in the beginning when they first talk about you know when they're like, "Where would you go if you were stranded here in San Dimas?" You know, and they go water loops. And the part when the music starts, the you know the freaking song, and at that point when the song starts, you see a bunch of clips of a water park. That right there is a water park called Raging Waters. That is San Dimas, California. But then the moment that you see Napoleon riding the rides, that is a completely different place. It's like a water park. I don't know what it is. You know, um, uh, I ha- I have no idea where the hell that's at. Uh, but it's um. I don't know. I think they said it was in Arizona, but it's like a golf place. And so, so yeah. Um, and then also, too, I mean, you remember that scene, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You notice how, like, at one point he's, he picks up, like, a little girl running up the stairs. Imagine your dad being I there know. and sees some man pick you up and carry you up. And another point, he's there's a little girl about to get on the slide, and he's, like, he looks like he's kind of motioning, like, you want to go with me? Like... No, he you know he teaches her. He's like, like, like it's it's like don't be scared. And he goes, he's like, you could do it. It's like he's just teaching her how to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded like she was scared. There you go, Waterloo. So yeah, so that's the that's what uh, Renata was referencing when she said Waterloo. This is actually what she meant was Abba's song. <laughs> no, it was not. Yes, it was Abba Waterloo. The Battle of Waterloo has no. to do Napoleon Water. Bonaparte. Yeah, well, technically the song is about that actually. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Look it up. No, it's not. How much you want to bet? 
I'm not betting anything. <laughs> Betting's gone between me and him. I'll be broke by the time I bet. <laughs> I already owe him a, a... Okay. I owe Sanch a box of Tasty Cakes. Oh, yeah, you do. And I owe him the Alvin and the Chipmunks DVD. My, my, at Waterloo, Napoleon did surrender. Oh, yeah, and I have met my destiny in quite a similar way. The history book on the shelf is always repeating itself. Waterloo, I was defeated. You won the war. <laughs> Waterloo, promised to love you forevermore. Waterloo, couldn't escape if I wanted to. Waterloo, knowing my fate is to be with you. Waterloo, finally facing my Waterloo. So they're, it's like a love song, but they kind of are... It's met, a porn love song. Yeah, with the mixture of Waterloo, you know, Napoleon. <laughs> this is a song you proposed to your history teacher. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to, like, say if you were marrying a history teacher, she would fall in love. She'd be like, oh, my God. This is about the Battle of Waterloo. Oh, my God. This is so romantic. Please marry me. Yeah. So what I, oh, I got to talk about George Carlin. Awesome that George Carlin was in this movie. Um, but I think when I was reading, they wanted to go with a more serious tone. Like they wanted to get someone, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Sean Connery. That's who they wanted. They wanted Sean Connery oh, to play Rufus. You know, and I think Sean Connery would have been great, but I felt it would have been <laughs> like too serious. But then they went with that. Like, like I know Alex Winter said it was a happy accident having George Carlin. And, and yeah, and after that, it's like, you always saw George Carlin as Rufus. And, I mean, I am I thought he was great, you know. I just don't get the future. Like, I know the second movie shows the future, but w- the future just looks weird. Like, there's three people just sitting there, you know, um, and they're just like, oh, you know, what is the future? We got to save the future. And they're all doing their strumming, you know, party on, you know, and act, be excellent to each other. But what does the future look like? I know he's like, we have the best water slides ever, you know, bowling, bowling score averages are up. Mini score averages are down. You know, like, okay, everyone bowls, I guess. And he's like, even the dirt is clean. Like, how is that even possible? How is dirt clean? Dirt, I don't know, soil. Is that possible? I don't know. Yeah, dirt can be clean because, like, it doesn't have no, like, trash in it. You're trash. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we all heard that. Team Renata all the way. No! It's all about me. (sighs) Can we talk about two? Since no, we can't talk about two because two is, takes place in 1981, so we're not. Oh, it has so many good lines in it. Nope, sorry, no. I mean, we're 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 talking about Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Bogus okay. Journey. Nope, nope. So so oh yeah so okay. I mean, I know we 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 took up a lot of time talking about the Joker, and we had a cool little special guest there. But yeah, like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I mean, all in all, it's a fun movie. Like I'm watching it, and that's why, even though my complaints, they're the complaints are just stupid, like weird things that really doesn't affect the storyline or anything. Like it's still a great movie, and I, and I think I'm gonna leave it off with this. But one of the greatest thing is their use of time travel, where. I, I don't I don't know if I've even seen this in another movie yet or even before if we want to think time travel because Back to the Future didn't do this but what I love is in in Bill and Ted's they're like man he's like he's like oh my dad he locked him up and he won't let him out he's like oh he's like Ted he's like what do we do he's like he's like only if we had like you know more time he's like we do have time 
after the report, we'll travel back in time. And then we'll, you know, and they're like, oh, we'll leave the keys here. And I'm like, that's awesome. Because then all they had to do was like, they could easily been like, all right. You know, and I remember I used to do that. Okay, what I'm going to do if time travel exists, I'm going to. When I'm gonna travel back and and stash a bag of money right here, <laughs> and then I don't see the money. But I'm like, that was cool how they did that. Like, all right, you have a a, a machine like a, a tape recorder. Yeah, all right. After the show, remember to travel back in time and leave a tape recorder. And it was kind of cool that they did that, but they only used that twice. But they could have done that for everything. Like, oh, you know, we could do this, this, and that. So that was kind of cool that they did that with like time time travel. Also, too, the use of the clock. Where it's like, yeah, don't forget to wind your wine. Exactly. Wherever they traveled, it didn't matter when they returned back to San Dimas. They had to make sure they travel back to the exact same time and day as what the watch says. Because if not, they would travel back a day. And that's why they land up right there. They end up in Circle K. And then they're like, 69, dudes. Uh, and they laugh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's, uh, let's have some uh, last words on Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Go, Renata. Yeah, it's an awesome, awesome movie. Actually, it's a most excellent movie. It's mm. most excellent. And it, it just, if you haven't seen it by any chance, please watch it. It's it's fun for, I think, fun for all ages. I think kids that are, I, I think kids will laugh at it. But yeah. like, I mean, I guess maybe like 10 years old. I think a 10-year-old could see this and like find it amusing, especially if they're learning social studies. You know, it, it's a fun, it's for history, for comedy, yeah. for good-looking guys, and maybe, like, misty good-looking girls in Joan of Arc, but if you find Joan of Arc hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's an awesome movie, and I personally love it. So many good quotes. One of my faves. All right. Awesome. How about you? I clap my hands. Um, I mean, I said so much about this movie, but honestly, like I said, what, what before, like, I... I cut myself off and i started talking about the time travel aspect of it but i think it is it's a really good movie um you know even watching it you could tell the how it's dated you know like oh like just the way they're dressed and all that but i think all in all it's a good story you know it's like the the use of like time travel and then like they get all these characters and i guess there were supposed to be more characters when they had the van but they didn't want to copy back to the future but they would have more characters in it but i mean it's just cool like that whole use of everything and and how they, they you know um it is funny the even the music though it's like you know i i wasn't a fan of the music like at that point when my age but it's still cool like even to you know i don't really even listen to that now but it it doesn't bother me because it just sounds like oh this music fits the movie these guys love rock you know they're always talking about van halen you know um and and, like that's what's cool like deputy van halen (laughs) yeah yeah you know i mean hell ted has a van halen t-shirt but it's the sammy hagar van halen time um, you know, and it, it is good. It's a, it's a, it's a mixture of like comedy, adventure. You know, it's just all in all fun. Science fiction, also. I mean, it's, it's all these movies in the one, and it's a huge hit. And it was so huge that yeah, they did a sequel, but sadly, we'll never do that episode. You know, because we're not. Yes, a- we are. Please sign a petition, like on Instagram, make a petition up that we need to like do too. All right, if we could, it just, still counts. All right, if, if we could it, get, it still counts. If we could get fifty fans to, to comment saying yeah do bill and ted's uh bogus journey we'll do it if you could get 50 fans 50 likes yeah not likes fans to comment to comment they have to say just comment put yes on our post put yes you know and and your parents don't count and joey doesn't count and um who else 
So yeah, so but there's so many other '80s movies. Why do you want to do a movie that takes place in '91? Because it has so many good lines, and it's Bill and Dead Part Two, and it's amazing. It just finishes off. It was Death's birthday. William Sadler, happy birthday, sixty fourth birthday. <laughs> oh, is that was that the you're you're trying to reference a movie that that wasn't even a '80s movie? Yeah, excuse me, sorry, it's because I had the burp. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, Christ. I still consider it 80s. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that's it. That's our, our time for Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Don't want to make this episode Get too long. Comments. Yeah. Um, there. I mean, we could always just talk about the movies, but we just talk about stuff we love. And sometimes we have rants and stuff. And yeah, but please, again, comment, rate us. Tell us how how we are doing. Uh, if you like the you know what we talk about in the shows, what you want to hear more of, like because sometimes we'll start talking, but you're like, oh, you know what? I want to hear more trivia on the movie, and then I will give you more trivia. You know. Uh, oh, by the way, it's God. God gave rock and roll. Something that that was the the lyric. Remember that the end song for part two. Yeah, I, I know it's a it's a kiss song. Yes, it is a kiss song. God gave rock and roll to you. I guess God gave rock and roll. Yeah, yeah kiss. It's a, it's an actual kiss song. That was that was during the time they took off their makeup when they didn't have the makeup. So there was like that time I think when Chris went, God gave rock. And I guess that's is that supposed to be their song that that saves the world? Yeah. Really? That's the song. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Or maybe it's tribute. It's a tribute to the song. No, it's the song that was supposed to save the world. all we're gonna tease you (laughs) all right i was so like (laughs) all right it's time for sanchez soundtracks let's end it off with this sanchez soundtracks first off the last song i did was duran duran the chauffeur il tino you had asked me what's the name of that song and i thought i would reply in the episode so it gets you to listen to the show even though you've already listened to our show anyways but that's what it is it's called the chauffeur it's off of rio the album rio you know the cool album that has like the 80s looking you know cover and renata said they're the artist did something in Philadelphia where uh, posted that or something like that, right? Yes. Yeah, there it, you go. it was a tribute to Duran Duran album Rio. Awesome. So yeah, so so that's what it was. The the song is called "The Chauffeur." I think one of the more cold, little darker, gothy sounding songs. Because I I said I heard it at a goth club. You know, I was there and I was like, Woo, you know. So um, so yeah. So but this week I'm gonna go with. Heaven 17 song, Let Me Go. Love this song. Such a great freaking song. Very 80s dancey. Um, I know most of you, you probably don't even know it by name. You're like, what is this song? But once you hear it, I guarantee you'd be like, I know this song. So this album, this song was released uh, in 1982. It was, I mean, not the album, but the, the single was released in 1982. Uh, the version I have is the extended version, I believe. Let me see. Do I have the extended version? 
No, I have actually... No, I got the regular version. I forgot. I did have the extended. So I'm going to give you the regular single version. Um, but yeah, this song, again, Heaven 17, it's a it's a, a great freaking show. I love this, you know, the band. I know, like, these the, this band, they come from, like, other artists. Like, I, I believe they're, like, keyboardists from the Human League. Another great band that I love. Um, they have some, like, it's just... I, I, I'm always going to give you, usually, music that's synthy, related, new wave, all that. I love that. And Renata, even though... She hasn't. She's going to be coming back with her uh, Renata's records on Sundays. So she'll be giving you yes. cool little video clips on Sundays and posting stuff. If you yeah. want my honest thing, why haven't? It's because Laziness. I feel that like nothing has inspired Laziness. me yet. Excuse me. No whispering. Laziness. Um, no Not whispering. Lazy. Not just kidding. No. How, what do you mean inspire? Just do it. Like just post it. Even if it doesn't inspire. Oh, be like, to, just I share your music. Inspire me. Why does it have to inspire you? This song doesn't inspire me. I just love this song, so I'm going to share it with the world. I'm speaking. Uh. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> oh, I'm That's sorry. I'm going to sing because you were going to cut it off. Anyway, sure. but go on about the, the the inspiration or whatever. That's it. I just have to be inspired for the record. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. I'm sorry. Go on. No, I'm not. Well, anyway, say bye to our fans before we go. Bye. Aw. <laughs> Damn it. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. So stick around after the episode to hear Heaven 17's song, Let Me Go. Oh, I love that. Ugh, I love that song. Such a great song. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. So Renata says her byes, right? Bye, guys. You and guys so are the one. greatest. And there you go. If you want to hear a, 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 an actual one nineties movie, ninety one. If you want to hear that, then when we post this episode, leave a comment saying yes, nineties, yes, nineties, yes, nineties. Just leave that. Remember, comment. I'm the favorite, so I get what I want. Yeah, and if we get fifty comments of that. Then we'll do Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, a special, or, you know, ah, too bad. Because we could have just done it for, like, a little, well, maybe next year when your birthday rolls around. Okay, that, okay, if does, if my wish doesn't be, if it's my wish is not granted this week, then I shall have it for my birthday. There you go. All right, there we go. Awesome, ladies and gentlemen. All right, well, we're going to take off now, so it's a perfect time to get, for us to get into the phone booth. Oh, wait, you know what? One thing, why this movie feels dated? <laughs> phone booths. Phone booths. You don't see them anymore. That, that's the one thing. When you look at this movie, you're like, oh, that, what? Is, I mean, hell, in a few years, you're going to show this movie to a little kid, and he's going to be like, what's that? Uh, it's a phone booth. That's where you made phone calls. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's really dated. But anyways, let's, get all, let's all get into the phone booth and travel back to the future. <laughs>
This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.